and he's gorgeous. And I'm dying to get in my studio every minute I have. I go, I make dinner really quick and run back out. And my husband's like, what's going on? (laughs) And I'm like, I've done it. I've found my voice. This is what I love. I love collage quilting with my painted fabrics. I'm Amanda. I'm Miranda. And this is Not Not Your Your Granny's Granny's Quilt Show. On today's show, we are so excited to chat with Amy of Experience the Quilt. And uh, we can't wait to learn all about her business of art quilting and fabric painting and all the fun things she does out of her shop. So let's get into it. Excited to talk to you. So welcome. and excited to be here. It's fun. Anytime we get to talk quilting, then it's a good day. (laughs) I'm so interested to learn about art quilting and fabric painting like that is stuff that I've never like even seen before so I'm super excited but first I just want to know how you got into quilting just what's your story how did you get into it how long have you been quilting um well I had to figure it out I when (laughs) you were saying you were going to ask me that I'm like oh I have to count (laughs) um I would say officially 23 years since I've been quilting. That's a long time. Yeah, on and off um, with kids. I have four kids, and so in between having babies and things like that. But um, I really started when I was a young girl. Um, I remember one time my mom brought my grandma over, and we made a trip around the world quilt. And we just tied it, but I loved it. I so loved that at that moment. But my mom was so busy raising kids and making clothes for us. She made everything for us. And so she didn't do anything for fun for her. And so then it wasn't, I didn't do any more until I was in college and I had broke, my fiance had broken up with me and I was devastated. And I was on my sister's couch and just couldn't move and didn't want to do anything. And she was like, we have to do something to get you off this couch. (laughs) And um, so I was a, let's see, I think I was a sophomore and no, I was a junior in college at the time. And, um, we went out and found a cute wall hanging kit that had a snowman in the middle and light bulbs around Mm -hmm. the edge. And she helped me pick out some fabric and I was hooked. I was like, oh, this is fun. So I started traditional quilting. Um, and I was in college, so I couldn't do a lot, but you know, little bits here and there. Um, then I met my husband, we got married and had a baby and every once in a while I pull that machine out and sew something and with, you know, the, the, the cheap cheapest fabric I could find at yard sales or whatever. Um, But then in, oh goodness, what year was it? It would have been 2004, probably, I think is what it was, because my husband graduated from optometry school in 2005. So I think it was 2004. Um, I had set up shop in my basement uh, for quilting, not a shop, but you know what I mean? (laughs) For quilting in the basement. Um, An old kitchen table that was wobbly and everything. And I was quilting away and doing lots of baby quilts for my kids. I had had two little boys. And one day I was like, I want to sew a curved line and make like (laughs) a vase. So I was trying to play around with it. And I went to this, they had, okay, so Columbus, Ohio is known as like one of the art quilting meccas. And I didn't know until we were leaving. Yeah, I wouldn't have known. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? And so there was this really great quilt shops there, and there's one right around the corner from me. And I went to it, and they said, oh, this lady, Vicky, Vicky Pignatelli, is going to come and teach an art quilt class. And I was like, I, I'm there. I want to take the class. And it was, I think, cheap enough that I felt like I could do it. It was just a one-day class, a couple hours, you know. Yeah. And she taught me this technique that was just amazing. And I was like, 
where have you been all my life? This, I never went back to traditional quilting. Like, I don't make very many traditional quilts anymore yeah. because I really like to break the rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate quarter inch seam allowances. <laughs> I hate them. In fact, usually I will not, I will do like just slightly larger just to be a rebel. <laughs> so I don't make patterns a lot. I don't follow patterns very well. Um, but then they had a, this quilt shop had a uh, contest mm. and you had to have something with a circle in it mm. or it had to be the shape of a circle. And so I made this beautiful, I thought it was beautiful. My mother-in-law thinks it's beautiful. She now owns it, but it's a wall, a, a, an art quilt mm-hmm. and it's, it's shaped in a circle and it has a sunset and palm trees. And I oh. fringed the leaves and mm. all this stuff. She absolutely loves it. And I, I was like, okay, this is just the start. Yeah. And, um, so then, uh, fast forward, we moved to, to the Boise area, and I, I quilt a little bit more here and there. My mom brings me a mid-arm quilting machine. So it's got like a 16-inch throat. Okay. It's not quite as big as your big long arms like we have now. Um, she says, I'm upgrading, so you get to have mine. She surprised me, brought it to my door. I was like, yay! <laughs> no computer, though. It's just pretty basic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved it. And I started trying to quilt for friends and, and doing a little bit, but I didn't really push the business or anything. Mm. Um, decided to homeschool my kids, so that took over my life for many yeah. years. In 2019, my sweet husband said, you need to get out and go to a quilt show. Like, mm-hmm. life is better when Amy's quilting. He says this all the time. Life is better when Amy's quilting. I love that. Yeah. He's very supportive. Catchphrase. We're yeah. Put that on a magnet. Yeah, yeah. And so he was like, I found, uh, Gamel was doing a show and uh, classes and they were mm-hmm. coming through. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but I thought, oh, I don't have a Gamel machine, but I don't care. I'm just going to learn some more free motion quilting. Mm-hmm. And I was talking with uh, Heather Cartwright, who mm-hmm. is the local gamel dealer around yeah. here. I don't know if you've never met her. I have, yeah. Okay, yeah. she's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And um, had a blast, learned a ton. And she was telling me about her quilting business and how she got into gamel and all this stuff. And so I was telling my husband about it, and he was like, we should do that. I'm like, wait, no, I was not wanting to start a business. I just <laughs> wanted to tell you the story. And yeah, she told us about Missouri Star Quilts yeah. and how they were getting pallets of quilts in a day mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> and my husband was like, we're so doing that. <laughs> so um, we, we started playing around with the idea. Um, and so he said, but you really need to call your mom. And ask her for her long arm quilting machine because <laughs> she's really not using it that much. Yeah. And so uh, a week before Thanksgiving, I called her up and said, how would you like it if I could just, like, you just piece all the quilt tops and I finish them for you and quilt them for you. And she was like, I love it. <laughs> I said, okay, I'm coming at Thanksgiving to pick up your machine. <laughs> and she was like, okay. Like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So I went and got her machine. We brought it home and, um, my friend Katie and I, uh, Katie lives right down the street. She's now my employee, but at the time we were just quilting friends. Um, we started learning how to do the pro stitcher. We have a handy quilter. So it was a pro stitcher and trying to figure out all that computer stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's quite the big learning curve, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. figuring it all out and finding videos online and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But we just loved it. Mm-hmm. And, and I've always loved the long arm quilting part. Even if I didn't like the traditional quilt, I, I do like to be, I love stitching. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of fun. So um, anyway, we, we were learning. And then in 2020, COVID hits. Mm-hmm. And my husband, uh, he gets laid off work. 
at furloughed. Mm-hmm. And he says, all right, if I'm not going to have a job, then we need to have a side business. So he, uh, he started working on the website. We found somebody, started getting this website going and, and starting the business. And we opened officially in June of 2020. Wow. Um, experienced okay. the quilt. Wow. Yeah. And um, I just love it. So we kind of followed the Missouri Star Quilts, what they did to start, like mm-hmm. with Jenny and her doing her videos. Mm-hmm. We decided that's what we need to do. So mm-hmm. we started making YouTube videos. I do not do one a week like Jenny does. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, <laughs> she doesn't have kids. <laughs> they're all grown and running the business. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like... No kids at home, I should say. Right, yeah. Yeah. I've got kids at home, and that they're my focus still. Mm-hmm. So I try to. we're trying to do better at getting more out. But I love it. I am a teacher at heart. I, I got my degree in teaching. Um, Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I never did teach in the schools. Mm-hmm. I just was a substitute for a while, and then mm-hmm. I had my own kids. But um, I mean, I teach at home now. Sure. But I love teaching people especially quilting yeah. and so to do it on YouTube to like reach a big audience is a lot of fun uh, but I would like to get into more teaching classes with mm. people so we're just kind of starting out by like next Tuesday we're doing a quilty pleasures night at my house mm. and people can come and bring their projects and work on them and if they need help then I can help them and, yeah. and give them some tips and things like that so okay. yeah. quilty pleasures that's yeah fun. isn't that fun yeah, I love that that's so great. I know a lot of people, maybe a silver lining of 2020 was that a lot of people ended up starting a business out of their yeah. hobby or out of their side gigs or whatever they had going on. So it's yeah. just great to hear success stories of people yeah. who who did that and yeah. now get to do something that you love to do and yeah. have it as a business. Yeah. And my husband did go back to work after six weeks, but yeah. um, it, it's fun. He's, he's my partner and he yeah. just loves doing all the business side of it. And yeah. Yeah. I just do the art part. Yeah. That's so great. And you were talking about art quilting and breaking the rules and not yeah. following a pattern. That just sounds so freeing. And it is. Cool. <laughs> it is. It can really stop you too. I mean, there's been times this year for me, I've really pushed myself. Mm-hmm. There's been times when I'm like, I want it to be perfect. Yeah. You know, that last quilt that you finished and it's like so beautiful. Mm-hmm. How, how do you start another one? It's like <laughs> yes. reading a really great book. You yeah. don't want it to end, but mm-hmm. you got to pick up another one so you can have another great story, right? Yeah. It's like that with quilts. You've just got to keep trying. And sometimes they're huge failures. <laughs> I still think of this one quilt that I did. Oh, it's been years now. I can't remember what year it was, but I had it in my head. I wanted these little blocks, and I wanted grays and salmons and white color. I mm. thought it was going to be so pretty. I didn't take the time to make a pattern. I just kind of started, because that's mm. me. I, I they probably have some kind of ADD in me. I really <laughs> have a hard time planning out. Um, I, I wanted to just jump in and start this project. And I started cutting fabric and putting it together, and it was awful (laughs) you're like what am I doing I threw it away I didn't I didn't continue it we understand that feeling so well I have I always talk about the first quilt top I ever made I just like threw a bunch of fabrics together because I was like I like all of these things and they did not go together at all and I think it's so ugly and I just it's like hidden away in a closet and I'm Good for you. You finished it. That's great. Well, that was like on our first day ever of quilting and our friends forced us. Yeah. They were like, you're finishing these quilt tops tonight. We were like, It's just the top and it just is there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you have to start somewhere. Right. And that's the thing. I've, I've done a few quilts this year. My husband likes this one that I did and I'm like, it didn't turn out the way I wanted. I don't know why you love it so much, but he likes it. It shows a lot of texture. I love texture. Mm. I love I, like you, you like minky you know yeah. you love it because it's soft because mm-hmm. that texture yeah. and so I get really tired of just cotton mm-hmm. I want to add things um, so how do you add how do you add texture to your quilts yeah bolts 
cutting things, shredding things. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Angelina Fibers. Have you heard of those? I haven't. Okay, so like it was before you guys start, started quilting. <laughs> it was probably like 10 years ago. It was much bigger. Okay. They still have it, but it's a little bit harder to find. It's a fiber that is um, sparkly. Oh. And it, and when you iron it, it only sticks to itself. Ooh. So you can make sheets of this iridescent, flexible mm-hmm. stuff. Or it looks kind of like angel hair. So yeah. when you okay. pull it apart, so cool. you can so have it be... you making your own fabrics? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I melt it. I love getting heat guns out and oh. melting things. Like one oh year, gosh. I made leaves. And that's how I did my cool sky for my Hawaiian quilt. I put mm. Angelina fibers over the sunset fabric. Oh. And... Um, and I made it adhere to it. Mm -hmm. They have this great product called Bone Ash. Mm -hmm. um, It looks like salt, but it's glue particles. Okay. And um, so you can, like, shake it on, and when you iron it, it it disappears. So Mm -hmm. when you want something like this fiber to stick, and I don't want to put, like, Steamaseam on it because it'll it'll show, um, it it works really well. And so I made this sparkly sunset because of the Angelina fibers. Yeah. Um, and I've taken them and made a sheet and then like cut them apart and make fairy wings, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Um, so cool. There's a there's a product called Lutrador that is the stuff that's underneath your box spring mattresses, oh. like the white stuff that your dog might uh-huh. tear off and you're like, oh, you made a mess, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's that, that you can take a heat gun to that okay. and it melts. It's like oh. a dryer sheet. Yeah, kind of, kind of that, that kind of feel. Okay. It is so fun. So I painted it and then mm-hmm. I melted it and it looks like a dead leaf. <laughs> it's so cool. Oh so I made a quilt with these dead leaves floating on the water. Yeah. Oh. It's so cool. It's just fun to play. You just have to experiment and have fun. Yeah. Um, One thing that really helped me with that was Quilting Arts Magazine. Um, Mm. They also have Quilting Arts TV on PBS on Sundays. Um, Fantastic magazine. When I first started, when I first learned about it, it was here in the Valley 15 years ago. (laughs) And they they only had four four issues a year. And now they do every other month. So they're up to six. Yeah. Um, But... It's fabulous, and they just give you lots of fun. That's how I learned to do fabric painting because I read an article in there on one of the quilters and how she fabric paints, and I'm like, I can do that, yeah. and now I'm obsessed. Yeah, yeah that's so great. <laughs> have you have you always been an artist, or no? Is the quilting, what kind of brought you into that? No, I mean I've always loved to do drawing and stuff like that, but I was never great at drawing. Yeah. <laughs> like I, my mom put me in lots of classes mm-hmm. to learn to draw, and I just was especially people. I do yeah. not do people well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, but I've become more of an artist the more I've done it. Yeah. Um, I love to do nature study with my children now. And yeah. so we go out in nature and we draw leaves and we draw bugs and we, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I'm getting better the more I do it. Yeah. And I'm still not great, but but I, but I do it. I just yeah. love it. Mm-hmm. So I've learned to cheat, yeah. you know, <laughs> I, I, my pumpkin, I wanted to, I needed a pumpkin and I'm like, I could try to figure out how to draw it, but it's probably not going to look like a pumpkin. <laughs> so I go online and find a coloring page yeah. and okay, that's a great pumpkin. And I trace it. Trace Light it, box. Yeah. yeah. Trace <laughs> it. And I love that. Yeah. That's yeah. how I do it. So yeah. talk a little bit more about fabric painting. Cause I think yeah. that's yeah. so cool and amazing. So just how did you learn to do that? And how do you, so it was a quilt. It was in the quilting arts magazine. There was an article. Um, one of the quilters, Oh, and now you asked me, I'm not going to remember her name. I'm usually <laughs> really good with quilting yeah. names, but, Probably. um, if I can, if it comes to me, I'll tell you, but, yeah. uh, she does these amazing quilts that are gems. She does gemstones. Oh. And so every, and she uses a computer program to make her pattern. So every, um, and they're big. Like, they're big gentle. So they're every piece is like, 
you know, a long rectangle or a triangle. Yeah. And so she paints her own fabric so she can get the gradation of light that she mm-hmm. wants for the gem. And when she showed pictures and just this brief two-page spread of painting fabric, I'm like, okay, I, I'm going to try this. So I got my tarp out, like she said. I hung it up. I have an awesome big studio. My whole garage is yeah. tuned into my studio. Oh, nice. So we, we you know, took the garage door down and put windows mm-hmm. and a regular door. And oh, all wow. awesome. Yeah. It's, it's 600 square feet of my, of me, for me, you yeah. know. I love that. So I love it. And um, so we hung this big uh, design board on the wall with insulation you know, mm-hmm. the pink insulation from yeah, yeah. like Lowe's or Home Depot, yeah. right? And put, I think I did batting. I don't think I did flannel this time. Mm-hmm. I think I covered it with batting. Um, so I hung a curtain rod at the top with those little uh, clips mm-hmm. so I can hang my tarp from it. Okay. And so I put a tarp bat down and I had my son, uh, well, I got some stretcher bars from Quality Art. And then mm-hmm. I wanted bigger ones. So I got my, my son to make me some more and just made these big, this big frame. Mm-hmm. And I buy prepared for dyeing fabric because it will okay. take that ink mm-hmm. and just hold it. Um, and it doesn't have any chemicals or stabilizers or anything that's going to get in the way. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's cheap. <laughs> yeah. That's like awesome. I go online, I can find it anywhere from like three to five dollars a yard. Wow. It's right now with everything, it's around five, five fifty yeah. a yard. And I'll buy bolts at a time. Yeah. Because when you start, you right. can't stop. <laughs> and you do one one yard of fabric, you're like, well, now I need more colors. Right. <laughs> so um, I stapled my fabric to it. And if you want to know, I have a tutorial out right now. You can go on my website and sign up for this tutorial. And I have pictures and a video of how to do this. Oh, cool. So, um, but I staple the the fabric to the frame set it up on like a folding chair against my uh tarp Mm -hmm. and then I get like the cheap two inch wide brushes they're like a dollar they're really cheap and I use um Jacquard's Dynaflow paints okay um and they're really liquidy Mm -hmm. they're like a like a watercolor type paint um and I get them in little jars but I'm about to upgrade to big ones because I'm (laughs) using so much paint I need to get the bigger ones um and I just pour a little bit in the paper cup and I get my brush and the key is your mister bottle you know your mister bottle you use for ironing Mm -hmm. okay you need it for painting (laughs) I had a spray bottle but I found as I was spraying drops of water would fall down at the bottom of the canvas and then it would bleed out Mm -hmm. and it would be on the part that I already painted it was it was ruined yeah oh I don't want that yeah you might want that look that might be okay. Sure. I didn't want that look. So I got me a Mr. Bottle, and I just spray, 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 right about 12 inches by 12 inches mm-hmm. about, and I get my paint, and I just start brushing it in. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you brush, 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 and you go up and down, and you just keep brushing, and you keep spraying to keep those edges liquidy and smooth. Mm-hmm. And then I pick another color, and I'll blend in another color, mm-hmm. and that's the fun part, because yeah. then the magic happens. Yeah. And you can do lighter or darker. Like, you can really saturate it, go over it more to get your darker colors. It's harder to get the darker colors. Like, a dark navy is pretty hard to get. Um, If you want black, you just buy a black commercial (laughs) fabric. Sure, like, don't bother. Yeah, yeah. But getting um, a white, I just, I needed a white for one of my projects. And Mm -hmm. I was like, how do you paint white on white? (laughs) But I needed it to not just be white yeah so there's this awesome stuff called powdered pigment Mm -hmm. and i found it at quality art Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's just this little jar of powdered color Mm. and it's glittery Mm -hmm. and i pour a little bit in the paint so i actually had white paint and i dumped a little bit of the glitter in that stirred it up and i painted and i added a little i think i added like a drop of black to give it slight gray look Mm because nothing's really truly 
pure white but yeah. snow, right? <laughs> right sure. So I gave it just a dash, um, and so it gave it a little bit of glitter mm-hmm. to it, a sparkle. I, everything's better with glitter, right? I um, agree. Yes. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> we're on board with that. Yeah. So um, I got my white that I needed, and it ended up being great that some of it was a little bit grayer than mm-hmm. other spots, so I, it gives it that movement. Right. Yeah. Um, so I used it for the froth of my wave quilt. Mm. Um, and then I did, did an egret and I needed white. So I had some scraps from that and used that on my white egret. And yes. I used purple, even though the egret does not have purple. It, it's art. Yeah. You yeah. can do whatever color you yeah. want. It's, it's beautiful. Like I've seen it on your Instagram. Oh, I was cool. just like, I can't believe this is a real thing. Like it's, oh. it, it's, it's so fun. It's magical when it turns out better than you plan. You're just like that. That's the cool thing. So there's a lady, Joan Colvin who passed away. She's a, a, a major art quilter. Mm. She lived in the Seattle area and she passed away several years ago, but she has a book called nature studio. Mm. Oh, fantastic. Mm. And she has been an inspiration for me for many, many, many years. And she talks in there about finding your voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I had an art quilt group that we belonged to here in the Valley. We started, my friend and I, uh, the owner of Quilt Crossing, okay. we started it together. Um, Laura. Mm-hmm. can't remember her last name, but yeah. Laura. Um, <laughs> we, we started it, and for many years, I think 10 years, we had this art quilt group. And it's dissolved okay. now. We had, we had a lot of members pass away, oh, and right. some of them get busy. And... Mm-hmm. Um, but that was huge for me getting into art because we would have challenges. Like, yeah. like we, I mentioned bolts. Yeah. Um, or I guess they weren't bolts. It was the, it was the nut of the bolt. <laughs> no, it was the bolt, the round part. It was the bolt. Okay. <laughs> so we had a challenge where we had to have, we had, we'd give each other a word. Mm-hmm. And one time it was cellular and one time it was, um, portal I think so we'd make a journal quilt so mm-hmm. it's just like a, an eight and a half by 11 journal mm-hmm. quilt and we'd come back the next month and share why we did what we did okay and that was really fun because it really pushed me it pushed me to try new techniques and it pushed me to think outside the box so one day I made a portal like looking mm-hmm. out a ship's uh, a porthole excuse me mm-hmm. porthole <laughs> looking out a ship porthole yeah and I used um I, I wanted it to look like a porthole, so I put bolts on it. I oh literally gosh. glued bolts onto oh. it. And my husband's like, this is weird. I'm like, shut up. This is fun for me. And I don't, it's not one of my favorites, but it was just fun to be right. free to go, I yeah. can put a bolt on a quilt. I yeah. mean, you're not going to cuddle in this thing. It's eight and a half by 11. Yeah. <laughs> So, and then I had foil. Foil is one of my favorites, mm. too. You can get this foil, and I don't know if it's... I think you have to get a certain kind. I don't, you can't just buy any foil. But you sprinkle the bone ash down, mm-hmm. and you put the foil on it and iron. And when you pull it off, where that bone ash was leaves the foil. It's mm-hmm. The foil's attached oh. to it, so it leaves this iridescent sparkle. Wow. So I had a porthole. How do you even discover port. that? Did you just... <laughs> it was probably quilting arts. We're just like mind-blowing. <laughs> like, what is happening? This is so cool. Yeah, it was probably something that somebody used on there, and I was like, well, I want to try that. Yeah, you know? just imagine you going around your house and like melting things. <laughs> What's going to melt? What's going to look cool on this quilt? <laughs> yep, yep. That's so fun. <laughs> there is a product, Tyvek, that you see on the houses. Mm-hmm. They have um, and and that is also the same product, different. Di- I want to say same product. It's slightly different than the stuff on your house because I really was going to go up to someone's new house. So I was going to rip it off their house. I didn't dare. Um, I'm too much of a good girl to keep the rules. I didn't do it. But your a lot of your white envelopes that come that mm-hmm. are really heavy duty, like you can't cut them open without oh, scissors. Yeah. Yep. That's Tyvek as well. Okay. Um, that melts really good too. <laughs> <laughs> so you can paint that and stick a hot heat gun on that and. It, 
bubbles. Oh, oh it's so cool. Awesome. Add some iridescent paint to that, and it just has this awesome look. Yes. Um, and so I started just every time I could get an envelope, I was like, I got to melt this. Just to yeah. Get envelopes. Yeah. yeah, it was just so fun. And that I learned from quilting arts. I yeah. mean, just so much fun. That's um, so cool. And, but I'm adventurous. I have it in my DNA. I just, mm-hmm. I have to try new things. Um, I had just, so I was, sorry, totally off topic. Back to Joan Colvin. She was talking about finding your voice. And I remember just going, these ladies at my quilt group would bring their challenges. And every week you're like, that's Kathleen's. That's Laura's. That, mm-hmm. And you could tell it was theirs. Mm-hmm. Mine? No clue that it was Amy's. You had no idea. I didn't know what I was going to bring next time. And it bothered me for many years. What's mm-hmm. my voice? When am I going to do something that someone says, that's an Amy Carter, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it just really bothered me. And I kept reading over her book again. How do I find my voice? Okay, just keep practicing, keep doing, you know. Mm-hmm. And what, this summer, I, my son and I were doing a uh, paint-by-sticker book. Mm-hmm. Do you know what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. They're on Amazon. <laughs> They're awesome. And it was of the, the famous Japanese wave picture mm-hmm. that you see everywhere. Yeah. I can't remember who painted it, but it's yeah. been forever. Yeah. Um, Anyway, we were putting it together, and as I was doing it, I was like, this is a quilt. These little, you know, shapes of diamonds and rectangles, this is a quilt. And so I got it in my head, I'm going to try this. So I trace it all out, and then I project it. I love, I have a little projector I can hook up to my phone to make the pattern bigger. So that's a key. Um, And so I made it bigger, and I traced it all out and I we went up to a cabin for the weekend and I'm I I've got it like you know this big and I'm tracing out the color the the paper the thing and but it's not big enough I'm like this is way too tiny pieces I gotta make it bigger Mm -hmm. and I don't deal with big I don't make big quilts most of my stuff is here to here you know I I mean because number one I don't have a wall space to hang it and I want to Mm -hmm. and I get really bored really fast (laughs) so I gotta move to a new project yeah so I'm tracing out this this pattern and my husband's like you're spending a lot of time on this pattern that's not like me. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of excited about this. So, and I needed it to be bigger, but I couldn't get it bigger with the projector. So I made it bigger, took a picture, made it bigger again. Wow. Um, I know you can send it away to people to do that. Sure. It costs lots of money. Yeah. And when time. You have, when you have the technology. Yeah. yeah. And by the time it gets sent away and back to me, I'm bored and moved on You're to right. another project. <laughs> You're like, oh, that thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I tried to blow it up again and I'm drawing it on my design board and it's, and it's, 60 inches that's big I'm drawing mm-hmm. it out I'm like I don't I don't know how to piece this mm-hmm. because it's not squares and triangles it, it's they're all over and yeah. they're long triangle with some pe- seams in the middle and I'm like this sounds like torture <laughs> I don't want to do this yeah. so I pulled down the paper I put up freezer paper mm-hmm. I ironed freezer paper together I love freezer paper one of my favorite products I put it up on my wall this big piece that I want it to be I wanted it for above a couch in my family room so mm-hmm. I knew what size I wanted it mm-hmm. that's key know what size you want yeah. it to be right <laughs> so I put it up on my wall and I just start drawing okay this is dark this is light this is medium and and this is just the areas I want these colors and I'm like to see if this is gonna work <laughs> but then I'm like I can't I can't put it on my freezer paper mm. I, I I can't so now what am I gonna do I need a base so um that was a stressful day yeah <laughs> I got some fabric because now I've got this big piece thing I want to do that is bigger than 42 inches wide okay mm. I can go 60 but it's it's wider than 42 inches now what do I do? Yeah. So anyway, I sewed like some muslin and some extra cream fabric that I had and 
sewed it together, and I drew the pattern onto that mm-hmm. with some washable markers. I yeah. Those. And I get my painted fabrics. I had a bunch of dark blues mm-hmm. and grays and purples, and um, I hit, put Steamacine 2 on the back of them. Steamacine... <laughs> Two is awesome. Mm-hmm. It is not fun to sew through. <laughs> no. I wish I had realized that. I've used it a lot through many things, yeah. but you have to really steam the heck out of it, and it still can gum up your needle. Yeah. So I'm finding other products that work better. We're experimenting with that. But at the time, I had this gigantic box of steam seam, so I pull out rolls of it and I iron it to the back of my fabric, mm-hmm. and I have all of these colors just lined up, ready to go. And I take my rotocutter and I start cutting. Mm-hmm. And I cut a wavy piece, mm-hmm. and I stuck it on there, and I'm like, that's gorgeous. <laughs> and I cut another wavy piece and stuck it up there, and I'm just starting to fill in the dark yeah, spots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel you, I, you do the dark, and then you build the light on top, mm-hmm. right? And it's gorgeous. And I'm dying to get in my studio every minute I have. I go, mm-hmm. I make dinner really quick and run back out. And my mm-hmm. husband's like, what's going on? <laughs> and I'm like, I've done it. I found my voice. Yeah. This is what I love. I love collage quilting with my painted fabrics. Mm-hmm. There's a really great lady um, in out of Utah that is the collage quilter. I don't know if you've seen her online. She's She's got a great Facebook page and that. She's making patterns for people. Um, so for someone like you that wants to try collage quilting, mm-hmm. she makes a pattern that's a paper pattern, and it shows the dark and the light areas, okay. and you can make a, pop, a pumpkin. So mm-hmm. you will put your darker fabrics down and your lighter fabrics, and it's all applique and just really fun. She's props to her I don't know how she's making those patterns they're great but she gave me that idea of oh I want to do that I'm not going to make the patterns for other people because I don't know how to do that but I can do it for me mm-hmm. and so that's where I got the idea of marking the light and the dark in my pattern and um I just loved it yeah. I just loved it and I'm like and I told my mom I figured it out this is what I want to do the rest of my life if I have free time this is what I want to do and she's like yeah yeah until you find another thing that you want to do yeah. whatever I'm like well, for now, yeah, yeah, this is what I love. Yeah, so um, I got my wave quilt done and quilted, and it just was better than beyond my wildest dreams. But then I was like, "But it's it's just me saying this." Like my 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 employees are like, "Yeah, it's gorgeous," and I'm like, "Yeah, but you're, I pay I you." <laughs> yeah, and so the Garden of Quilts uh, quilt show in Thanksgiving Point happened mm-hmm. in September. And so I thought, I'm going to just try to get it in. Because I had put in some quilts and quilt shows. And Mm -hmm. if they got in, because it was like a local guild or whatever, the judges would just rip me apart. Yeah. And I was like, you're taking the fun out of this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be ripped apart. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, I don't think they judge at this show. I'm just going to see if I can get in. Mm -hmm. And I got in. And I was so excited. So my husband and I decided to put in to have a booth there as well to, Mm -hmm. to advertise our business. And that was a lot of fun. And so to have people walk in and they were like, I had a little picture of my wave quilt in my booth. Mm-hmm. And I'd have people walk in and they're like, this is your quilt? I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. They're like, that was amazing. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's not just me that thinks it's yeah, pretty, you know. That was great feedback. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I have to do this again. I got to do more of this. Yeah. And I think if I remember, did you meet Jenny Doan there? I did. Oh, okay. Jenny Doan, they, the Missouri Star Quilt hosted that show. Okay. 
And that was one reason we wanted to be in it too, because we're like, hey, great opportunity to maybe get to meet her. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, I just wanted to meet her. I, I really had no pretensions that I would. Yeah. I thought it'd be cool to maybe see her. And I didn't yeah. have time to take a class because we were in the booth. Right. Yeah. And um, one day she drove by in a golf cart, and I was like, <laughs> that's Jenny over there. I'm like, I want to see her. And she, I couldn't go running down. A, I wanted to. But I let her shoot me down anyway um we had talked to one of the people in the booth couple booths down from us they were a really sweet couple selling these really neat tools for sewing and mm. stuff and and wish i could remember their product but i don't remember <laughs> what their name was but they're out of vegas and they said that their cousin or something knew jenny and they jenny was going to come visit them in their booth mm. and we knew it was going to happen so we're like okay well maybe we'll get to say hi you know or at least see her and she walks in with her daughters and everybody in the whole tent with 20 20 different vendors are like She's here. She's here. <laughs> and I, I'm trying to remain calm. Yeah, <laughs> and um, so anyway, we um, we wait and wait. About 20 minutes later, finally she starts walking by my booth. Mm. And we had all of our couch quilts out showing everybody our couching. Yeah. And, um, and Jenny sees this and she just stops and she's like this looking at my quilts mm. I'm like, and she goes Misty come back and she calls her daughter-in-law mm. back to to see this and I'm like oh wow she spent 20 minutes with us in our booth oh, and gosh. they just loved it they're like we want you to be on our show yeah that's how you know like, you're on the right track what? <laughs> so Misty's been in touch with us we're waiting to get some get some more stuff down down and more details of what's yeah. going to happen but I'm like Wow, did you make my day and yeah. century? Like I was like, yeah. what? They think I am doing something cool, you know? And yeah. that was that was really awesome. She stared at my art quilts mm-hmm. and was just like, we have been looking for someone that wants to do texture, uh-huh. that that wants to. Um, we want to do a whole texture magazine, but we haven't been able to find anyone that knows how to do this with quilts. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Like, this has been around for years. And and they're like, well, we we need you. And I'm like, this would be awesome. That's amazing. We're excited. We can't wait to hear more about what we want to do with them. Yeah. That's it was so a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah. So now it's gotten me to go home and go, okay, what else can I do with texture? Yeah. Right. You know, like your your typical baking sheet, your cooling mm-hmm. rack, I should say, not baking sheet, cooling rack that has like the little squares in it and you mm-hmm. put your cookies on. So you can take that, put it, put your fabric down, face down. I spray it with a little bit of water to give it some flexibility um, and take your pencil eraser mm-hmm. and start poking the fabric through the holes. Oh. And then you get your fusible interfacing and put it down and iron it and it holds all that texture there so you pull it off and you've got bubbles all over oh my gosh gosh. makes a beautiful middle of a sunflower you know it's just gorgeous and that is a lot of fun you can cut it up whatever shape you want and yeah. Use it in your quilts. Anyway, I went off on a lot. Oh, <laughs> like, we so were great. so excited to hear because we were just like, we don't know what this is, but we're yeah. so excited because yeah. we definitely just, like, I mean, I haven't done anything with texture besides, you know, using Minky on my yeah. quilts. But I think it's so unique. The only thing that I've, I haven't even played with it yet, but I've been just seeing that brand, the Chenille It. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think that's so cool. So I've been wanting to do something with that. And I love velvet. So I'm always like, how can I work velvet into this quilt top or into this quilt bag? Oh, yeah. Anytime anytime I can stick a different kind of fabric in, (laughs) I love it because it's just so fun. Chenille It, I saw that years ago. And I love it. But the fact that you have to lay it down in a certain pattern and quilt it down in that certain Mm -hmm. way 
Um, you can't really use your computer, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but it's still fun. Yeah. Um, but that's one reason we love to couch with actual, the Bernat blanket yarn. Mm-hmm. It's, it's chenille and we can stick it in the foot and program the computer and it just goes yeah. and quilts it down. And that is so yeah, fun. That is, yeah. that sounds so and cool. That's what I did with this quilt was the, <laughs> yeah, let's see the pumpkins. <laughs> so. Okay, so if you're listening, you can go to our YouTube channel and see these beautiful quilts <laughs> that she brought to I show. didn't bring a whole lot today, but, but. Yeah, so this is the chenille yarn, and we just couched the pumpkins on top. And it just adds so much fun texture. They're so cool. So I could have just quilted that in, like, an orange thread, and it would be fun. But it just adds another dimension to it. Yeah, And you did the minky And we did the minky. Which I love. Yeah, (laughs) love the minky. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So, yeah, minky's not scary. It's so funny when people are like, can you do minky? Yep. No problem. I feel like we get so many questions about Minky, too. We really That's, do. like, what yeah. we get the most questions about, and it's, like, it's so oh, funny. Oh, you can quilt on that? We're like, yeah. 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 The <laughs> only thing you don't want to do, there's... Joanne has this... Uh, I always forget the name, but it is like Minky, but it is... It's fuzzy on both sides. Okay. Oh. You do not want to use okay. that. Because when you quilt, it pulls that fuzz up through yeah. the needle holes, and you see all these little dots of color that don't go yeah. away. And it's really stretchier than okay. Minky. So um, we, I did a quilt and couched it for my niece, for her baby, and the couching has been just coming off. And I think it's because of that backing fabric. Yeah. It's so stretchy that for some reason it's just not holding. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, don't buy that one, even though it's soft and glorious. <laughs> right. If you're going to quilt it, you don't, you yeah. really don't want it. It's always kind yeah. of a risk. I love to use, like, the extra plush, super yeah. extra plush minkies, but sometimes it will kind of pull up. Oh, does Usually it? when you wash and dry it, it'll kind of, like, oh, good. fluff back does out. Oh, um, back out, yeah. yeah. Well, I just got some velvet that I want to use on the back of a quilt, and I've never done that before. But it's, like, either. pretty stretchy, so I was like, I just need to be really careful when I, yeah. when I do yeah. that one. Yeah. It. But that would be fun. It'd be fun to try. I yeah. mean, you need to try it. Yeah. You just got to jump in and try. Yep. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so like with all the quilting you've done, like how, do you have like a tally or do you know how many you've made? <laughs> oh, I try to think of that. It's gotta be in the hundreds. I don't, I don't yeah. know that I remember. Well, I've given a lot away. Yeah. I mean, when I was my first year that we moved here to Boise 16 years ago, I had bought a pattern by Robbie Joy Eklo and it was these big guitars. Mm. It's been starting to go around Facebook again. I noticed a couple of <laughs> happening it. And I mean, this is 16 years ago. Um, but I was applicating these big guitars in bright colors and it was so fun. And my husband was like, I love it. I said, well, I'm making it for my brother for Christmas because he's a guitar player, mm. just a hobby, nothing yeah. big. And I had his name for Christmas and he was like, you're not giving that away. I'm like, but... <laughs> I didn't make it for us. Yeah. <laughs> what else am I going to do? I'm not a guitar player. <laughs> and he was like, please don't give that away. It's so cool. I'm like, okay, so now i got to come up with another quilt for my brother. <laughs> but it inspired one of my very favorite quilts that I've ever done. And I call it the Star of Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. And it actually kind of inspired the wave quilt as well, the mm-hmm. technique of the wave quilt. But I found this remnant at a craft warehouse of mm-hmm. this purple uh, flannel, and it mm-hmm. it looked hand it looked hand dyed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my my fabric painting. It looks hand dyed, mm-hmm. and I like it because when you dye fabrics, you have a lot of chemicals you're dealing with. You need either a respirator, you got to do outside, mm-hmm. and I don't want to have to deal with that. I've taken a dyeing class, and it was so fun. Yeah. But I really like the control I have with the paint, and I don't have to have respirators and things like that. Right. It's safer. Yeah. So. Um, Anyway, I found this hand-dyed piece of flannel. It was just a a remnant, so I couldn't buy yards of it. And it was a deep, deep purple. Mm. And it had this 
feeling of a sky. And so I applicate these little kind of wavy shapes. I applicate a gold lame star on the top. And then I used all kinds of fabrics. I used organza and I used cottons and I used uh, velvets and whatever I could find. Mm -hmm. Put the steam seam on it and it was these colors radiating down from the star. Mm -hmm. And at the bottom I did a black uh, Bethlehem city Mm-hmm. Like, like the outline of Bethlehem in the mm-hmm. background and a stable with a baby Jesus and I used Angelina fibers to have this glow coming off the yeah. baby Jesus yeah. and then when I quilted it I quilted it with gold thread <laughs> and uh, I so the the Bethlehem looks like it's got the the lights in the windows on with this gold thread and it, it so just cool. turned out beautiful it's yeah. on my website <laughs> I don't I don't have it to bring and show yeah. you my brother owns it now mm-hmm. but I told my husband he saw me making that and he's like you're not giving that away I said well I gotta have one of them pick which one you want to give like, away listen pal you're making this really hard <laughs> <laughs> so ever ever since then every year I'd given a quilt to one of my siblings for Christmas and now they've all gotten one they don't get anymore but um, I understand that it's, it's kind of hard to go oh do I need I had to go back and ask them to give me pictures of them because some of them I hadn't taken pictures yeah. of them. how stupid is that <laughs> so um, but yeah that was one of my favorites was yeah. the Star of Bethlehem I actually yeah. made another one I had a friend who's a, who is a famous author um, we went to high school together mm. have you heard of Jessica George she, Jessica. she writes young adult fiction i look to you because i know she's the i know you're the, I know. You're the Giant book <laughs> anyway um she is a, a pretty famous author out there she's been on the new york times bestseller list and stuff like that and um anyway she uh asked me commissioned me to make a, a star of bethlehem for her and i was like but i don't make repeats this yeah. is art yeah. you know and i was like but i'll do it for you <laughs> and as i did i i made it better and yeah. I liked it even better. And so I was like, oh, this is cool. That's yeah. amazing. So, so this year with making the wave quilt, I was like, hey, what am I going to do next with my fabric? Mm-hmm. I've got this. I'm getting piles of painted fabric. <laughs> right. What am I going to do now? And so that's when I came up with the pumpkin. I was like, just out of the blue one day, I'm like, I need to do something Thanksgiving-ish, you yeah. know? And so I started cutting out um, pumpkins out of mm-hmm. my orange fabric that I had just painted. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, that is cool. Yeah. That is that's beautiful. It looks like a yeah. watercolor. Yeah, yeah, it does. And I was like, okay, I really love this. And so I made a I made the fun uh, yeah. table runner. I want to talk about the words too. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So this is couched. Um, I once again I went online and just copied the words. I found I typed in like a I wanted thankful and blessed or, or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. And so I found a, a picture of it and. And I blew it up with my projector and traced it. Mm-hmm. And then I took, this is not chenille yarn. This is just a, a, a variegated yarn. Yeah. And it had um, lengths of green and then gray mm-hmm. and then purple. It almost and like, like cross-stitch yarn. Yeah. Like yeah. And it, it, but it's yeah. just, it's mm-hmm. thicker than that. Okay. It's, it's definitely thicker, thicker than that. Yeah. 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 Um, but it was really soft. And I mm-hmm. wanted it to have all the colors. And I was like, yeah. this isn't going to work. Because it had a really long variegation. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. So I just did the the greens, but I went over it and I just, and this was all just me kind of like coloring with a colored pencil. You just draw it and follow that cursive and go back and fill it in and that's all it was. So I did, um, I did quilt the lines. I, Mm -hmm. um, you can, on my machine, I I imagine yours too, you can lock the wheels Mm -hmm. so you can only go straight one way or the other. Uh That's all this was, was was doing a line yeah. I stop skip over to the ex- another side and just keep going mm-hmm. and then 
Um, I did this with my computer, yeah. the, the feathery part. And I need to bind it. I didn't. My binding <laughs> machine's in the shop at the moment, so oh, I haven't no. got it bound yet. Because who binds by hand, right? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> not me. Not these two. We're like, sorry, but you're. I've never machine. done that. I've yeah. never even tried. I've yeah. done it a few times, and I loathe it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not a hand. I don't do a lot of hand stuff. No. Yeah. Yeah. If I can do it by machine, yeah. then it's better. I love <laughs> the idea of tracing the words, though. Like yeah. that's. We were talking about this before, how I, I used to write a lot of things in my quilts just with a long arm machine, yeah. just freehand, and now I'm like, whoa, like, yeah. just going all over. It's yeah, yeah. It helps to just, if you can yeah. trace it on there. Yeah. yeah. It's probably it's hard idea. if there's a darker fabric, you'd need a, a strong light board or something to, yeah. to get mm -hmm. through it. Because yeah. I the darker green stems, I was trying yeah. to trace, you know, that, yeah. and it was, it was hard to see, but I was yeah. able to, yeah. I have a pretty strong light board that's that good. I use, so. That's good. Nice. Yeah. That's so cool. I'm just like, I'm just in so much awe right now. This I'm is just so thinking, cool. Because you said that you've made hundreds um, and there's only so much wall space in a yeah. house. So what do you do with all of these? I know you give a lot of them away, but yeah, it's, um, it's hard when you put so much time and work into something and it's so yeah. beautiful. It's hard to just yeah, let it go. It is. The more I, my, everyone's fighting over my wave quilt. I'm like, guys, I made that for my family room wall. You're not getting that one. Sorry. You can have a picture. Yeah. So um, I have a coat rack from Ikea that I hang up on the wall and I use the pant hangers and I mm. hang them on there so I can switch them out. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. And that way if I'm tired of looking at one then I'll hang yeah. it up and put a new one out. And my quilt, luckily my studio has a lot of walls so I have big curtain rods with the clips mm -hmm. and I switch them out there. Nice. Okay. And have different ones that I can do and I would like to sell them. Mm -hmm. I think it would be fun. They're, they're my babies so it's still hard. Yeah. yeah. But I think I'd like to get to that where I could sell them. Yeah. Um, I've told my husband it'd be fun to have an Etsy shop or, mm -hmm. or to get them in a gallery and we haven't yeah put the legwork into figuring that out um my husband's like do we really want to deal with an etsy shop right now i'm like yeah <laughs> but it's not that hard we he's, have yeah. Yeah. i mean it's probably not that bad he's really stuck in the let's get the quilting business up and running and sure. then we'll deal with that but like but the art is what brings me joy yeah and that's you know i have to yeah. escape in there and i'm gonna keep making things and yep. Our walls They're are going to keep covered. piling up. <laughs> yeah. So I do try to hang them up where I can. I don't have a lot of wall space in my little house. So it's pretty chopped up. Mm -hmm. So, but really, that's a lot of times what inspires me is I'll have a little wall space and like I need something. Yeah. Like there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make a quilt for that yeah. spot. Yeah. I'm very much the same way. If you can't tell, every single portion of my walls is covered with something. But yeah. <laughs> I love it. I want my house to be more like this. This is really cool. I'm going to go home and start buying some things, <laughs> hanging more quilts up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I have a friend who's an art quilter that with me. She was we, she used to live here in Meridian. She lives in Utah now, mm -hmm. and um, I kind of got her started on the art quilting world. And she's beautifully makes beautiful art quilts. And I went to her house, and her dad was a photographer, mm -hmm. and um, he had she has art just all over this house, mm -hmm. and that she bought from her dad. And she has her her art quilts just in random spots that you would yeah. and, and next to things that don't go together. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Her house is a gallery. Yeah. I'm like, that's what I want. I want yeah. my house to look like a gallery and just yeah. come and enjoy yeah. it. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. So I have my hardest part was trying to figure out the finishing. You mm -hmm. know, it's kind of hard to get the binding done or to get mm -hmm. the sleeve on the back. I don't mm -hmm. like doing that. No. So a lot of times I tack them up. I found I get those drapery hoops oh. that are little from mm -hmm. Joanne, and I hand sew those on the back, and then oh, okay. a tack will go through that and hold it. Okay. But I just learned from the collage quilter, she uses these poster hangers you can buy on Amazon. They're magnetic, 
Oh. And there's four pieces. So it's mm-hmm. made to stick a little poster in it, mm-hmm. and then it has a string, and you can hang it on the wall. You can get them in different sizes. Oh. And so she uses one and makes a little, like, makes a little corner mm-hmm. sleeve mm-hmm. that she oh. sews into her binding on each side and then slips that in those corners and hangs it. Oh. My world has just been changed. Yeah. <laughs> or she'll use up a bigger one. She'll use a yardstick because they're oh, cheap. Yeah. They're yeah. like $1.50 at Lowe's, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you just have to kind of go with what size your quilt is by what you're going to hang it with. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> you got to think ahead. Yeah. I don't do that so well. <laughs> Yeah, it'll get up there somehow. Yeah, yeah. We've both done that thing where we just hung a a curtain rod and have those little clips that hang from the curtain rod. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you can do that. It works great. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're giving it to someone, you're like, how are they going to hang this? I don't care if you use tacks. Just get it on your wall. Just display it. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. So I've been doing more quilts you know traditional quilts a few to do um just to put stuff on my social media mm-hmm. and I've loved having it on my couch with the holiday seasons I like doing holiday things so that's yeah. been a lot of fun so I've done a few more of those yeah. but even that like this quilt I yeah. I was like I cannot just piece a standard block like yeah. <laughs> I have to break the rules so yeah. this was one of those log cabin blocks but it's wonky it's I call wonky, it wonky yeah. and I just I just kind of cut strips quick and sew them together and make this wonky block and yeah. for me I'm like okay I'm breaking the rule I can do yeah. it yeah <laughs> I right. can see a piece it sounds so great though because like I am such a perfectionist when it comes to my quilt so if a block is wonky on accident I it's like I can't deal with it yeah. if it's wonky on purpose great yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing I used to be like that and yeah. I'm like I'm driving myself nuts because mm-hmm. I everybody makes a little mistake yeah. and you mm-hmm. you can be trying as hard as you can be straight and something's weird with the fabric or your mm-hmm. machine does something and you're mm-hmm. like off and yeah. I got so tired of feeling frustrated that I didn't have it perfect and I'm yeah. like forget this I'm breaking the rules yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so that's the reason I love collage because I can just cut and go and yeah. cut and go and it's just yeah it's awesome that's so cool yeah I love that um I know for me too like I just have a lot of quilts starting to pile up in my house and every time I make a new quilt I'm like I'm keeping this one I like it just, <laughs> yeah. like at some point it's too many quilts so yeah yeah <laughs> I understand you can eventually I think eventually they'll they may start to feel old. Like, yeah. okay, I'm tired of that pattern. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. then you can gift it to somebody. Yeah. And, you know, That's there's totally true. lots of charities that I made were just like half square triangles or just yeah. super, super simple patterns. And I've done a lot more like advanced yeah. patterns now. So I definitely gravitate towards those. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Use the other ones for like picnics. I don't go on a lot of picnics, but. <laughs> Reading out in the backyard. Yeah. I need a quilt for a picnic. I don't yeah. on lots of picnics. I don't have a quilt for it. But yeah, yeah it's, it's fun. I um, lost my train of thought that I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> you were talking about picnics and it was something before that. But, oh, I made a quilt once that was three snowflakes. I had learned a technique from Quilting Arts TV mm-hmm. and it was this lady making this, uh, I think she called it a poinsettia. But it's these 3D leaves, mm. and they're pieced into a block. Oh, it's <laughs> so cool. And so I immediately went on to their website, printed out the pattern, and, and tried it, and I, I loved it. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, okay, I've got to do more. And um, so I made this these, these three blocks that were um, snowflakes, and I have... I wish I had a picture to show you. I don't even have, I didn't take good pictures of it, and I donated it to oh. a, an auction for mm-hmm. a good cause. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of regretted it <laughs> because it was gorgeous. Whoever has it in this Boise area, yeah. show it. share it on our social media. Yeah, yeah share it. it. It's gorgeous. I, I even got the little, um, 
those Swarovski crystal mm. gems. Mm-hmm. They have a little bit of glue on the back, and yeah. you can get one of those wands and, mm-hmm. and yeah. stick it on. So I had these little crystals all over the snowflakes and all over the background. It was a navy blue with white. Oh, it was beautiful. And I'm like, I've got to do that again. <laughs> so during COVID, I was playing around with that, making some... I wanted to do a video and show people how to do it. I haven't gotten it done yet, but I have a whole lot of pictures that I've been taking of making these different size and different colors of like a snowflake, or mm-hmm. I guess you could call it a flower mm-hmm. and piecing them together. And I have, I need to get back to that project cause it was yeah. a lot of fun, but you, you, you take this triangle or a square and you fold it and you sew it into seams. So then you've got this thing mm-hmm. flopping around and mm-hmm. you can pull it and then you hand stitch it down and it makes this pointed like oh. pedal. Yeah. Thing. And the way more you manipulate it, then you can change it up. You can fold the corners back in and sew it there mm-hmm. and pull these ones out. And, fold. and it just has this beautiful, organic 3D look. And yeah. it's just a lot of fun. It's yeah, a lot of fun amazing. to play with. So, yeah, I'm like, but I get caught up in, I don't want to teach this to someone because somebody else wrote a book about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I go online and you can't, it's hard to find the yeah. book. No one's talking about it. I'm like... I got it. I got this yeah. needs to get out we there. We need you. Yeah. <laughs> we need you. So I'm, I'm having a lot of fun just going, okay, I'm just going to try this. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to try. Sounds mm-hmm. awesome. I love that you're so adventurous because I think it's easy to get stuck in like following the pattern and like, I, I mean, I dearly love our quilt shop ladies, but sometimes mm. when they start bossing me around, I'm like, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> like, yeah. like I, I genuinely understand they're trying to help but at the same time it's like no I want to explore like I want to pick the fabrics I want to yeah. pick like yeah I had that experience yesterday so I think it's like fresh in my yeah. mind like Every time I know what I'm doing we talk about it all the time because we'll go to the quilt shop and the ladies like just will not trust that we know what we're doing so, they're like are you sure you want that I'm like yeah, yeah. We'll get it. and they're like have you used minky before and we're like hundreds the of queen of minky that town. is too funny I have not ever had anyone say anything about it to me I think That's it's just funny. something about our faces I don't know they just, just look, see us and they're like naive. you don't know what you're doing I'm like actually I have a business you guys are young That's <laughs> I walk in and they're like, oh, she's here. Don't talk to her. <laughs> she's going like, to paint something. This is not dark enough. I need something else. Like, don't you have anything better? <laughs> oh, man, that's I funny. really have not bought a lot of fabrics in the past year because I'm yeah. like, I can You're just, just paint your it. own. You know? yeah, and I so want cool. to. Yeah. So, but every once in a while, I'm like, okay, that's pretty. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I got to yeah. buy it. Yeah. I have baskets. I have this really cool IKEA has these pantry baskets, they call them. Mm-hmm. So it's attached to the wall and I have all these baskets and each basket is a different color of fabric yeah and so it just makes you happy looking at it all these like your books all those rainbow colors you know it's so fun yeah but i i have certain fabrics you have like me like you've bought something you're like it's so beautiful i can't cut it up Mm -hmm. i can't think of what i want to do with it so i haven't used it for years yes oh yeah years okay the binding going on this one is one of those fabrics so i'm like hey i've saved this for too long i don't Mm -hmm. know what i'm going to do with it it's going to be a binding for this because it's just pretty colors it works it's going to i'm going to use it yeah so i still have one batik that is to die for and i want to figure out how to paint it myself because it's just beautiful Mm -hmm. it's a batik with like paint on top of the batik Mm -hmm. okay and it's mustardy yellow and dark forest greens and it's so cool I have no clue what I'm going to do with it. And so I'm like, every year, I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to cut it up this year. Yeah. Nope. Sometimes the perfect project just presents itself. Oh, yeah. And you're so glad that you've saved that fabric yeah. for that mm-hmm. purpose. So, yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. I have some fabrics from years and years ago that I've saved. And it's a big print. And so I'm like, I don't want to cut it because I might want to use, like, this yeah. part of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you exactly. buy by the yard or do you buy, like, 
five yards at a time or do you buy little amounts? How do you buy your fabric? It really just depends on what it is. Like, like I like to buy layer cakes of things. Okay. Because, yeah. you know, 10-inch squares are such a good starting spot for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And usually you'll get a good, like if it's a bigger print, you'll get a good chunk of that print oh. in it. So if you want to fussy cut it, you usually yeah. have yeah. a big piece of it there. Um, I fussy cut all the time. Yeah. I haven't. Well, no, I lied. I did on one quilt when I was testing um, Katerina Rochella's Esoterra, or not Esoterra pattern. It's the Travaya pattern, but I used her Esoterra line and it has these triceratop heads in one of the prints and I fussy cut to the heads to go in these yeah. like certain spots and, and that's so, a fabric that she saved for like four I or saved five it years for, like, oh, yeah. okay. I <laughs> bought the half yard bundle of every single print and it just sat there because I was like I am not gonna cut those up I yeah. love dinosaurs oh I love her florals like I'm obsessed and um anyway so yeah that was yeah. the one time I fussy cut but I have like all this tulip pink Oh, I, pink. I just haven't cut it it's because so I'm fun. terrified to ruin it. And my mom's like, we could do this pattern. I'm like, Michelle, no. don't talk about cutting my tulip pink fabric. Yeah. It hurts my feelings. She's like, oh my God, okay. I haven't, I haven't bought um, a jelly roll in September once. And I mm. bought a tulip pink jelly roll mm. because I wanted to do um, my book quilt. Oh, yeah. And I loved her bright colors and mm-hmm. I, it's her free spirit line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I found it, um, and bought it and I bought a little extra for the outside of it mm-hmm. and I that was so fun it was mm-hmm. such a fun project and it was but I knew I bought it for that project yeah, yeah. but I am a I'm a cheapskate yeah. and so I see something and I'm like I want a half a yard of it I want a mm-hmm. half a yard of that one and now I'm trying to make myself buy one yard yeah <laughs> because what if you want a little bit more yeah, you know yeah. but I do a lot of little projects so half yard a lot sure, of times yeah. works sure yeah. and um as a collage quilter, you're doing lots of different colors, so you can even buy, you know, an eighth of a yard, and it's great. That's all yeah. you need. It's just yeah. perfect. Yeah, we, we were recently um, in Portland, and we went to a couple quilt shops, and I just, like, would find a few things, and I was like, I like that, so I would just buy a half yard of it. Mm-hmm. And I came back, and I was like, I can't really do anything with any of this. <laughs> yeah. And my mom was like, why didn't you get more? I was like, I don't know. I just was panicking, like, just give me half yeah. yard. I don't know. Yeah, I do that a lot. Because I didn't yeah. have anything in mind for it. I just yeah. wanted it. I just it, want it in which my is, life. Yeah, yeah, always me. I never have a pattern before I go into a quilt yeah. shop. Yeah. Never. There was one. I did buy one yard of the, there was this um, beautiful fabric that had, like, peacock feathers on it. And mm-hmm. that's kind of my thing. It's p- part of the theme in our house is, like, kind of those colors. And so I used it to make to throw pillows for oh, our God. living room and so that one I did buy more of but I had a purpose for it I yeah, knew yeah. I was going to make these little yeah. you know envelope pillowcases yeah. I can't tell you how many times I bought fabric to make I was like I'm going to make a pillow have I made a single pillow no, no. <laughs> not a single one <laughs> it's funny that's when talking about qu- art quilts and how many I have um mm-hmm. what do you do with them my friend just said yesterday my dear dear friend she's like I want to make an art quilt like you but where do you do with them when you're like where do you put it I'm like well you have way more wall space yeah, than I do she's like yeah but I want my house simple and I'm like well then you give them to your mom yeah. my mom has so many of my yeah. art quilts <laughs> like here I am I'll hang it up yeah. I did origami fabric fish oh. and stuck it on like this river quilt and so I we moved from a That's house so and it didn't cool. fit anymore I'm like here mom hang it in your bathroom yeah. she's like okay oh, I love that. The, all the grandkids know the origami goldfish in her bathroom yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So. yeah 
Um, oh, we were talking earlier about gifting quilts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that can be a slippery slope because once you gift a quilt to someone in the family, then you have to make quilts for all the other people in the family. Or like, yeah, I made I my don't. cousin's baby a quilt a couple years ago, and now all my cousins are having babies, and I have to keep making all these baby quilts. <laughs> I did just it do first. Yeah. All my nieces and nephews, I have so many nieces and nephews. I'm the youngest of six. Oh, okay, okay, so I have oh, a wow. lot. I have like, yeah. I think I have 29. Oh, there's wow. 29 grandkids, and there's... 40 great grandkids now. Oh my gosh. I mean, there's just a lot. Yeah. And as they started getting married, I gave them an art quilt. And then after, like, I don't know, number six, I was like, this doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> like, you know, that I haven't seen them hanging the in their houses, so I don't know that they love them that much anyway. Right. So I'm like, you know, that's kind of a personal taste is yeah. art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe I'm just not going to give them away yeah. anymore. Maybe but, a middle one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Here's a coaster. <laughs> yeah. This one. Oh, my niece, when she got married, I did this one. I had seen the, the idea in quilting arts. I took a picture and printed it on fabric. You can print mm-hmm. pictures on fabric, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I printed it on fabric. And um, I was mad that I was limited to like eight and a half by 11. So I don't know how I, I don't think I got it any bigger, but I think I made really big borders so that yeah. it was bigger. <laughs> um, and then I printed it on organza. So there was, the photo was on both fabric, the cotton fabric and the organza. Mm -hmm. And then when you overlay it Mm -hmm. and you just shift it a little bit, it's kind of like on your phone when you're trying to make reels on Instagram. You know what I'm talking about? Uh (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No one else does. (laughs) You had this like 3D weird kind of look and it was really cool. That's awesome. I have no clue if she likes it. I'm sure it's not hanging up in her house, but it was her engagement picture with her husband. Oh, that's so cool. And I thought it was really cool. Yeah, Yeah. I would hang that up. That's so cool. Yeah, it was really fun. Do you have like a, like a number one tip or like a top tip that you want to share with our listeners or? Um, well, kind of like what I said, just jump in and do it. Don't be scared. Like Mm -hmm. if you see something, you're like, I kind of want to try that do it it's just fabric if you Mm -hmm. fail so try it again I mean don't try it on like your most expensive piece of fabric you've ever bought (laughs) right but but try it with some muslin or try it with some broadcloth Mm -hmm. and and see if you like the idea and then keep going Mm -hmm. and just jump in and try and and along with that like we get really myopic as quilters because mm-hmm. it's right here in front of our faces. Mm-hmm. We're we're looking at every little stitch that's missed or every little corner that's off. Mm-hmm. But how many times do you give a quilt to another quilter? Right. Not very often, right? Yeah. It goes to people you love. Mm-hmm. And they're like, You made something homemade for me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that is love. Mm-hmm. And that's what this is about. Is you're you you gotta get out of your own way and yeah. stop caring about that stitch is off or yeah. oh that doesn't look so good. Because they don't see that. They see the love in it. And that's the most important thing. Yep. We talk about that all the time. Like, they're not going to notice that this corner doesn't line up perfectly. The way that I'm noticing it, they're just going to see a quilt and they're going to snuggle in it and it's going to be great. So Yeah. 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 Or they're going to hang on their wall and think of you every time they look at it. Right. Like, how great is that? Or they're going to put it in their closet and look at it again. Either way, you're fine. (laughs) It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's great advice. Because I think, too, anytime I've been scared of a project, like, oh, that's going to be too hard hard for me I just like when I've just been like you know what I'm gonna just dive in it always works out it mm-hmm. always turns out great I learned something new and yep. it's it's been fantastic so I think yeah. that's good advice yeah yeah all right we have some rapid fire questions we're gonna ask oh. you, so just okay just Fast. you know okay yeah mm-hmm. and they're they can be controversial so I'm just kidding <laughs> oh, great. in the quilt world in the quilt I don't know world for you. I no. be controversial probably. no no yeah okay so the first one do you sew over pins all the time oh me too high five 
Okay. Probably don't you mean to, but fire? it happens. I don't really mean to. Usually it's a, oh, I forgot to take that one out. But no, I do it on purpose because I have problems, but it's fine. It never has caused problems. I've me. broken a needle or two, but like maybe two or three in 23 years, that's not bad odds. That's so. pretty good odds. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's fine. Um, do you trim your threads like off the back as you go? Trimming threads? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Did you see the back of this quilt? No. <laughs> it's been on my couch for a month and I haven't trimmed oh the threads. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, I know. When I do long arm and it's a customer quilt, mm-hmm. I do. we do watch for that. Okay. Yeah. But on mine, never. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. I never let anyone see the back of my quilt tops before I long arm it. I'm like, it's a disaster back here. Just look at the front. <laughs> but that's all anyone's ever going to see. Exactly. Who cares about the back? Like, I'm once just, it's done. I'm the person that's like, every end of every seam, I'm like, snip, snip, like, snipping everything along the way. My mom's like, you are wasting so much time. Like, exactly. <laughs> we all have our preferences. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, next one. Do you square your blocks before you sew them together? If I have to, <laughs> if I'm doing a traditional quilt, yeah, I mean, usually I'm doing things like this that they're wonky anyway, so I've got to square them up or they're not going to sew well together. Yeah, sure. um, so it's a part of the project, I guess, because I've done a lot of improv quilts mm-hmm. where I don't. I'll yeah. just sew it up and mm-hmm. see how it goes. Yeah, I guess for you, for art quilting, it doesn't really matter as yeah, much I'd... as like if you're following a traditional. If I am, I mean, if I'm doing a traditional, I would say... If I if I needed to because this was sewn wonky, so then you've got like you know this right. corner over here and a short corner. You got to square it up. Sure. Mm-hmm. But um, I if I don't need to and it's not perfectly square, no, I don't square okay. it. That's good. That's good. Um, do you iron your seams open? Oh no, 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 no! You iron to the side. Always iron to the dark side. <laughs> Same. I'm I, an open. I'm an open seamer. Oh, my Just, friend is too because she's a seamstress. Oh. So she's like, you always press open. Mm-hmm. No. Like, but when you quilt it, that's not good because you put it on the long arm machine and it can open up those seams. Yeah, and you don't want that. And especially if you're stitching in a ditch, you don't yeah. want to press them open. Mm-hmm. I feel like also when I try to iron seams open, they get. They get curvy and wonky. If mm. I just iron them to the side, then they're straight. How funny! Mm. I think it's yeah. according to who you are. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, you you press. That's how I and was. All taught. these on the inside. Well, you can't see it because it's quilted. But look how it doesn't matter. Look how it doesn't. Look yeah. how it does matter. Okay, the only reason I really did it though was because it was my seams were crazy, and ironing them open actually helped them. It's well, fine. my friend it's says fine. she feels like it makes it too bulky on one side, and I'm like. You're imagining that. That one time. Yeah, you're really imagining that. I'm sorry if you're listening to the same me. Mildly controversial. It's fine. Um, And then last one. Do you spin your intersections? I don't even know what that is. You know, I don't know what that is either. Never heard of that. I just like know it's a thing people do and I'm like, I don't know what that is. So I just. We should take that question off. Um, I, I think that shows how much you're a traditional quilter versus me as an art quilter because there's some things that you guys have said and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> I've been quilting a lot longer. <laughs> I think it's just like, I don't know. I, I do know it's a thing that happens. Like I've seen videos. I, I It'd be like when four, when four come s- together yeah. and you have to like... You have to like do it a certain... I literally don't know don't how know. to do it, so I'm not even going to pretend to try to explain it, but... I know it's a thing that some people are very like Bless in the guild. You if you I know do in that guild. in my guild, I'm in the in the guild. Boise basic, Boise basic quilt guild. Quilters, yeah, I've been along for years, yes. and I stopped going for a long time because they talked traditional so much that I was like, "You guys are not serving me." Yeah, I don't. But yeah. right now, I'm on their books to teach fabric painting next October. Oh, so that's so fun. That's not too much October. I'm excited for you to bring fabric painting to the guild. I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to take your fun. class. Cool. I would I'm love so it. Excited. I'm okay. excited. I'll tell my mom too so okay. she can do it. But yeah. Um, 
But they, like, some of the ladies in there, they've talked about it. They're like, you have to spin your seams. And I was like, I do? I do? No, you don't. <laughs> you have to make a quilt and enjoy it. Yeah. That's what yeah. you have to do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. As soon as someone says, I have to, I'm like, well, and I'm not. Yeah. Even yeah. if I was going to before yeah. you said it. Yeah. You're like, don't tell I me what to do. kind of that same way. <laughs> I know, I, I'm not really that big of a rebel in normal life. <laughs> right. But when it comes to quilting, I guess I am. Or yeah. cooking. I'm yeah. that way, too. I'm very adventurous with cooking. So. Yeah, Ooh, not me. Love that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's a. I never follow a recipe just right. I'm like, mm, you called the leeks, not putting leeks in it. <laughs> yeah. I'm a I'm a pandemic chef. I never cooked anything before, but wow. I took up cooking a little bit during awesome. lockdown, and now I feel a lot more adventurous and more like able to just throw a recipe together whenever. That's awesome. So maybe I'll get there with my quilting. Maybe. We'll what see. Do you prefer the quilting of it or the piecing of it? Hmm. That's a good question. I think it just depends for me. Like I, I mean, we long arm every day. Mm-hmm. I do, yeah. but so I get that in a lot. But I think sometimes because of that, when I have to sit down to piece a quilt top, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Like I was like procrastinating this this Christmas quilt that I have on my lap. Like, and my mom was like, seriously. It's so easy. Just do it. She's like, you can literally whip this out in two days. And I did. So, <laughs> you know, it's just, I think I just get in the mode of yeah. like, oh, but I just would rather keep log arming. She's like, I will do this part. You sit down and make your quilt. And yeah. then it was really, really fast. But yeah. I think for I me, I like the beginning parts of each. Like I really like piecing a quilt top for about an hour. Mm-hmm. And then I wish that I was ready to go on to the next part. But I think the problem is, I'm a pretty tall person, so when I make quilts, I like to make them quite big so that I can, like, fit my entire self underneath them. So I'm always making these, like, 70, 80-inch square quilts, and so that's, like, a lot of blocks that you have to put (laughs) into the top, and so halfway through, I'm like, I'm over this part now. (laughs) I made a, what was it? It was a quilt along that was going on probably two years ago, Mm -hmm. and it was, what was it? Was it Trip Around the World? That doesn't sound right. Is that just the little squares? It was little squares, and I think it was like trip around the world, and mm-hmm. it was this, it, she did it a little bit differently. Anyway, yeah. it, it, I did it for my daughter for her bed. She mm-hmm. needed a, a beautiful quilt, and she doesn't even use it because her stupid comforter from the store is softer because she's worn <laughs> it, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I was making this quilt, and it was the first one that I had made that was that large, like it was a big twin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't made one that big in a long time. I'm like this is getting so long and boring. I'm like, I don't do this anymore. I do little things. I mean, my wave quilt was like 800 hours of work, but Mm -hmm. it was different every day, you know? And this was just sewing and sewing and piecing and sewing. I'm like, this is taking forever. Sometimes I have to just set them aside for like, sometimes months, if not years. And then I come back to it. I'm like, I'll finish this one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, I wish I would have put Minky on the back of hers. I didn't. And I think she would enjoy it more if I put Minky on the back. But I couched it with some soft yarn, not the chenille, but just another soft yarn as we were experimenting with what yarns worked great on your quilts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we won't do that one again, even though it turned out okay for hers. There was a, we had a lot of needle breaking, and mm-hmm. that's scary when you're long arming. Oh, you have a needle yes. break. It's terrifying. It's, yeah. it's loud. It flying. Oh, yeah. Like, where did it just go? Yeah. yeah. And it's loud, and you think, mm-hmm. oh, I've ruined my machine, and this yeah. is an expensive machine. And mm-hmm. yeah, so certain yarns definitely work better than others. Um, but it's still in really a really soft yarn. But she, 
she, and I think it's so cute, but she's like, but I like this one. I'm like, I should have done double the batting. I should have right. like, all these things. She'll come back to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someday. Yeah. She's yeah. 13. Yeah. yeah. She'll appreciate oh, it when sure. she's not a teenager. Yeah. 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 So, oh, man. But, all right. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us and oh, sharing yeah. all of that. Where can people find you online and find all of yeah. your tutorials? And- um, experiencethequilt.com. You can then find a link to Facebook or Instagram or YouTube. Mm-hmm. And my tutorials, most of them are on YouTube. We're getting more and more up all the time. My husband is my editor, so it takes him a long time because he's a full-time <laughs> optometrist. So he's a little behind. But um, yeah, they can find us there and... We have really easy online ordering. They want to do a couch quilt. They can go online and pick yarn and then pick a design and we couch it up. And so it's fun. It's, it's my husband's the big thing about us that has been, he has not wanted to have, to have people come in and sit with us and Mm -hmm. talk it out. He's like, I want people to go on, pick a design and quickly get it done. Mm -hmm. Easy ordering. So that's been our, our thing is get online, answer a few questions and pay and ship it to us yeah. you know, or drop it off yeah so and we have more local customers right now than we do ones that are shipping we're starting to break into the utah market but yeah okay. yeah Very cool yeah awesome so well, we will but, for sure be checking out your tutorials and yeah. probably taking your painting class yeah oh that would be so fun <laughs> so yeah. that'd be fun i want to do some more of that i think i that's what's exciting me is the teaching part and the and doing the art stuff so yeah. I, I want to get more into that yeah. so Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, this thank has been you. so enlightening and so fun. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I really I've enjoyed it too. Yeah. I, anytime I can talk about my art, then yeah. it's fun. <laughs> That's amazing. So cool. Yeah. Very Thanks cool. for having me. Yeah.